And welcome into our humble abode, the broadcast booth here at Tarbo Pavilion. Bob Long and our special guest is Josh Verlin, City of Basketball love and a Philadelphia basketball legend. It's wonderful to have you on, my friend. Thanks, Bob. I don't know, I don't know if I'd go as far as legend. I just turned 31 this year. Well, I there's, know you wouldn't. some that's real legends in this city. I don't want to take away from their thunder. And that's fair. I knew you wouldn't say it. That's why I decided to for well, you. I appreciate but it. It is great to have you back. Thank um, you. Doing Thank your you. work with City of Basketball love and what you do, Josh, is essentially everything from the D1 level all the way down to high school. That's where we first met through the high school ranks, LaSalle High School, Philadelphia Catholic League. Yep. Um, what is it about basketball that connects with you so much? And what is it that you love so much about specifically amateur basketball in the Philadelphia area? I mean, I've always loved all sports. Uh, I do have a long-running connection to basketball. My dad was a basketball player back in high school, and he got me into the sport when I was a kid. And uh, unfortunately, when you're like three foot five when you're in middle school, or, you know, I, I was like literally five foot tall as a freshman in high school. So uh, basketball wasn't my sport to play, but I always loved the sport. I grew up on Allen Iverson and Aaron McKee and those Sixers, and then obviously the Villanova teams, the St. Joe's teams, the Temple teams of the late 90s, early 2000s. And then when I graduated college or uh, graduated high school and started going into college and really just fell in love with college hoops and the atmosphere and the, and the sense of community that it brought, when I came back to Philadelphia and transferred back to Temple and realized what basketball means to this city, uh, it really just sort of spurred my uh, interest in starting City of Basketball Love. And since then, really, I've just learned so much about this city, its love for basketball, its connection to the sport, and it's really only furthered my love for the game, for sure. Well, that's great. And... I need to ask you about this team here because what we have is the number one team in the country here in the Delaware Valley. How unbelievable is that? And we'll take a look at some of the stats that got us here. Thank you very much, Matt Judge, helping us out here today. But uh, the number one team in the country has been tested a few times here early in the season, and I think that's a testament to the type of schedule they're putting in place. Uh, you've followed this program, especially over the last few years, what have you seen as to what's brought this program to this point here today? I mean, it's just been an incredible job done by Landry Kozmowski. I mean, he took over a program, I'm sure you've talked about this a lot, that was really a nothing in the Centennial Conference. And not only built it up to a conference powerhouse, but literally the number one team in the country right now, right here in Swarthmore. It's incredible. And I think ultimately it's been a great job of him identifying talent, the players that, you know, maybe were Division One level at that Ivy Patriot League and convincing them instead of being sort of the last guy on an Ivy bench, come down to the Division Three level. You'll get just as good an education here at a Swarthmore, and you get a chance to play. Uh, and, and when you start convincing a few kids like that, and then, you, you know, you get a Cam Wiley, or, you know, even before that... Um, the guys he was getting were, were, were just better and better every year, every year. The freshmen, you could see just the little improvements. You know, a Zach Yonder from Conestoga really uh, helped sort of set the tone for them mentality-wise. And, you know, they just got better year after year after year. And now when you look at the level of talent, I mean, Vinny D'Angelo from Sun Valley is a tremendous kid. Look at Justin Tucker, who's a 6'6 sophomore, and the way he shoots the ball, you know some Division One programs could use that. Zach O'Dell, his talent in the middle, he's arguably a Division One level player at this point. So I think that's what it is, is Kozmowski has identified those kids who are right there on that fringe of D1, D3, convinced them to go D3, and then once you've got a program that's going to Elite Eights and Final Fours and National Championship games, that pitch becomes a little easier to sell. And what do you see early on this year from the number one team in the country? I mean, depth, size, shooting ability, talent. 
Uh, they, they play defense. They play together. They communicate. I mean, when you're the number one team in the country, you're not going to have many weaknesses. And you see that when you watch Swarthmore out on the court. I mean, when you look at Odell and Schaefer inside or some terrific big men, they've got Visconti who can bury shots and Tucker who can bury shots. And, you know, D'Angelo's great. And Ingram, I mean, they just got every single player that Kozmowski's putting out there on the court is a quality basketball player. And they're doing that 9 or 10 deep. And there's not many programs at Division One that can say we're going 10 quality depth. Some guys would like to say they can go 10 sure. deep with quality. Oh, yeah. But, you know, when you're putting out Connor Harkins as your eighth or ninth guy, who's the guy that would be starting for most Division Three programs in the area, that's some serious depth, and nobody around can match that. Josh Verlin here with us, City of Basketball Love. So, Josh, I understand that you have a top 25 at the D. Uh, top 10. We have a top, top 10. 10. Top okay. 10 for the area. There's only 32 programs in the area, so That's I think fair. a top 25 would be a lot. Um, <laughs> which funny, we, you know, so this year we're doing this power poll. We're having 15 Division three head coaches and SIDs in the area vote on it. And a few of them have been nice and ranked all 32 for us, although that's not necessary. <laughs> but yes, we do have a top 10. Swarthmore, obviously the number one team in the area. A lot of talent. I mean, Muhlenberg's still undefeated. They were number six in our latest poll. Gettysburg's still undefeated. They were 10th in our latest poll. They might have taken their first loss at this point. I don't remember yesterday's results. Uh, but they were undefeated as of a few days ago. Um, but, yes, uh, Gwen and Mercy and York just played a terrific game the other yeah. night. York, the number three team in the area, went to Gwen and Mercy. Took that game by, like, I think it was 21 was the final margin. There's so much good Division three talent in this area, Bob. I mean, for people who are watching, if you haven't been to, I mean, I'm hoping you've been to a Swarthmore game, but if you haven't been to, I mean, Arcadia's a good team. Uh, Ursinus is a good team. There's so much good basketball in this area, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you talk about Vinny D'Angelo. You talk about the guys that come to this level. You know, we talked off air about Daquan Davis for, uh, for Arcadia here. From whence these folks come, the high school level, that, at least to me, is kind of uh, one of the real bread and butter uh, areas of your website and what you do. And, you know, looking forward to seeing you around, around the pond a little bit at different games this year. What is it that you love about high school hoops? I think there's just something about, like, sort of the innocence of it. I mean, obviously, you know, nowadays, the, the top high school programs, they're getting attention. They're getting media attention. They're not just, like, high school kids. They're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe somebody's here to write about us. But, you know, for a lot of the programs in the area, that's not the case. Most programs aren't a Roman or a Newman or a West Town. You know, they're a Sun Valley. Or even Daquan Davis was the sixth man on, on Roman Catholic, and people weren't writing about him. And I remember his sophomore year when he was just breaking out for Roman, and I went down to their locker room, and I said, I'd like to talk to Daquan. And you could hear from inside the locker room, he goes, they want to talk to me? <laughs> you know, so I think that's really it. It's, the, it's shining the light on the kids that don't get that attention. You know, we'll cover a little Villanova. We'll cover a little Temple. And those guys get some national press. But really covering, you know, the Division Two, the Division Three, the high school kids that don't get that attention but have such great stories to tell and really, you know, work just as hard as the kids who go on and be pro. Uh, I love telling their stories and just sort of uh, giving them some exposure that they deserve. You've seen a lot of games over the years. <laughs> Do you have a, whether it's a D3 game that sticks out to you the most, and then I'm going to ask you about high school in the same capacity. But then also any players that have stood out that have been fun to cover, fun to talk with, fun to learn about their Okay, stories. we could be here for like three hours with that question. Yeah, we got <laughs> about six question. minutes. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's been so many games over the years, uh, you know, from covering – 
and, and it was a loss, but covering LaSalle in the Sweet 16 out in Los Angeles was a special right. experience. Right. Um, covering big five games at the Palestra and interviewing Aaron McKee under the bleachers at the Palestra while there's another big five game going on and it's loud. Uh, you know, the Catholic League Championship where Wood won its first Catholic League Championship, the one where Roman beat Newman for the first time. There's so many memorable ones. Uh, one of my most memorable games was actually my first year as a website. Uh, Newman Garetti was riding a 73-game win streak, went into LaSalle. I know where you're going with this, uh, yeah. And, it's, and, and, and LaSalle beat him. Amar Stukes had a phenomenal game. Were you covering? Were you yep. announcing that? Yep. Day? And, and at the time, I didn't realize. Like, I knew, okay, 73 wins in the Catholic League was a big deal. Now looking back at it, oh, my God, 73 wins in the Catholic League. But that was, that was a special night. I think that was one of those first games where I really looked around and was like, wow, Philadelphia high school basketball is special. And there's something special going on. Even though there was 800 people in the gym that night, it really felt like a Super Bowl. It felt like an NBA Game 7. And that really, like, that, I, I've always considered that a special game because it really grabbed me and showed me, like, this is Philadelphia basketball. But there's, I mean, Temple beating Duke, uh, LaSalle beating VCU at home. Um, you know, uh, I, I, there's just so many. There's just so many. I, I, and players, I... I hate to single out players because there's just been so many good players and good kids and stars and role players. And I, I, I can't. I can't pick players because there's just so many of That's them. That's fair. <laughs> there's so many. You've seen some good games in this particular building, Centennial Conference Championships, NCAA Tournament games. What sticks out to you about a big game here at Tarbell? I think it's it's kind of been the evolution, you know. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a quiet atmosphere today. It's over break. But this was sort of like a typical game here five or six years ago. And then to watch this go from the average crowd and then watching the students turn, show up more and more and more and then being at those, you know, that, that Elite Eight game or Sweet 16 game two years ago and it was full and it was loud and had that same feeling again of a, you know, national championship game, of a Catholic League championship at the Palestra where a 1,000 people feel like eight or 10,000 people that's the biggest takeaway is just the, the, what it, the atmosphere of the games and how that's grown as the program has grown to the point where now if you come to a league game here in, this, in the spring, even if it's not maybe a top 25 matchup, it's going to be a packed house. People are going to come. They're excited about this basketball team. They want to see the product on the court. I think that's been the biggest change is it's not always easy at Division three level to get people interested in the team regardless of opponent, and I think they've managed to do that here at Swarthmore. Josh Verlin here with us on the Garnet Sports Network. Tell us one more time where we can find all your work and what to look for this year. Yeah, I mean, definitely go to www.cityofbasketballlove.com. Uh, we're going full uh, Wikipedia model, I should say. We're going full crowd support, so please go to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash hooplove215. It's $3 a month or $5 a month. Gets you some exclusive behind-the-scenes content supports the site. Uh, we're going to do some merchandise giveaways. We've already had some people win a hoodie. We're going to give away some Under Armour shirts. So that's really the big thing. But yeah, I mean, in terms of what's coming, we've got some high school preview stuff coming up this week. Obviously, I'll have some coverage of today's game. I might do a Swarthmore story and an Arcadia story. Uh, we've got some other content coming up from some of our uh, freelance staff writers. So, uh, you know, Basketball season's here. High school season starts on Friday. Unfortunately, I'm going to be in Dallas for a bat mitzvah. Uh, but as soon as I get back from that, it's it's go. It's go time. So we'll be uh, high school and college. A lot of D3 coverage coming up as well. Well, we appreciate everything you do. Happy to help any way we can. We'll be spreading the word and uh, following you every step of the way. Thank you so much, Bob. It's great to be back. You got it. Josh Verlin, City of Basketball Love. Second half comes up shortly here on the Garnet Sports Network. <laughs>